Welcome to the Haters Press Conference podcast. This is the first place, some say only, where you can hear football's leading managers' press conferences in full. Hi, Dan Bennett here for Haters TV at Arsenal's training centre. We've just heard from the Gunners boss, Mikel Arteta, who had some big injury news ahead of the game against Sheffield United on Monday. And then Dalis um, for Charlie. Do you want to kick us off? Good afternoon, Mikel. Hello. Um, can you start off with team news and in particular Thomas Partey, who I know trained this morning? Yeah, um, Thomas had a session before the game, uh, the last game, and now he's done two or three consecutive sessions, so he should be part of the squad that we, uh, on Monday. And how about uh, Alexander Zinchenko, Tomiyasu, or Yuri and Timber? Those ones is possible, um, but we have to wait and see, especially the last two sessions that we have on, on Saturday and, and uh, Saturday and Sunday. And uh, if that's the case, they might be available on Monday. Gabriel Jesus returned to the squad for the yeah. game against Newcastle, but of course he didn't play. Is he ready to start a Premier League match? Well, he's fit enough, you know, how long he will last, that's uh, something different probably, but uh, we didn't want to take any risk uh, after the results uh, that we had against Newcastle. Uh, obviously, we need him fit, he's a massive player for us, and um, I want to make sure that now we load the player in the right way. In terms of your opponents on Monday night, Sheffield United, I was at the game against Wolves, and they showed plenty of fight, particularly in attack. Mm. What challenges do you think they'll Yeah, really difficult team to beat and, and you watch and I watch four or five games now. Uh, with the City game, the way they started against Villa and then obviously the game took a different route. But as you mentioned, um, they are extremely well coached. Uh, I know Chris really well and uh, I admire his teams and a lot of things that he does with them. It will be Monday night football and it's going to be a tough night. And finally from me, I mean, how difficult is it to play a team that's fighting against relegation but particularly I imagine that it's really tough for them and the ambitions are, are different but uh, both really, really important and when I imagine when you are there you want to get out of there as quick as possible and, and we have a lot to play for as well and it's, it's a big game for us. Ian. Hi Mikael, how are you? Very good, thank you. Um, last few Premier League games you scored quite a few goals. Is that going to be important coming into the season? It's a three-way battle and who knows regarding the amount of goals and goal difference you score? Yes, for sure. It's an important element there. Uh, first of all, you have to end the right to win the games, and then we want to be ruthless and efficient in front of goal, and I think lately we've been really good. Because quite often you see a team that get 3 or 4-0 up in a game, and then they take their foot off the go save their energy for a, a future game. Yes, you can do that. Uh, it's not been the case recently against Newcastle the last 15, 20 minutes. Maybe you could have done... Um, a bit more and we have to continue to do that, especially when you bring the subs in uh, because they can re-energize the team and, and still maintain a really high level and uh, it's something that we want to continue to do. You play last this weekend, in terms of the schedule, is, is that a good thing to be playing after everyone else you see what they've done or would you rather go first to put pressure on them? We've done two or three different scenarios, is what we have right now, we know all the results. But it's irrelevant. What we want to do is, uh, is go to Sheffield, perform the way we are performing and, and win the match and the rest we cannot control. You said some nice things about Sheffield United about being hard to beat, but they have conceded a lot of goals, especially recently at Bramwell Lane. Is that something you'll be targeting? Well, as with every team, we, we look at the weaknesses and the strengths and, and try to take the game where we want. But I'm saying this because I know uh, that team really well. I analyzed it many years ago as well and things that Chris did and I learned from, from his teams 
and um, and I'm telling you, it's going to be a really tough match. And the last one, um, March, important month. We all thought at the end of last weekend, we all played. You all played the same number of games, but in March, you've got to play City. City have got to play Liverpool as well. How big a month is are we going into now? Well, first of all, depending what happened. Uh, for us on Monday and the rest of the results, and that would have an impact. So the only thing you can do is, is the next game and focus on that, and, and the rest will come. Thanks again. Mark? I'm Cal. You Hi. mentioned there about the potential that Urien might be in the squad on Monday. Is his recovery... Oh, sorry, time? sorry. It wasn't about Urien. It was about the other two. Urien oh. is still not, uh, not close enough to, to be part of, of the squad on Monday. Yeah, I know he's now back training over yeah. here. And how... How surprised have you been just by the speed of his recovery? And does it tell you just his determination that how much he wants to play for your team? Absolutely. Uh, it's been a joy. And all the physios and the medical staff are um, really happy with his attitude and, and his commitment and, and especially the way things have gone. But it's not a coincidence the way he applies, uh, how determined he is, his willingness to, to put every effort in everything that um, he's demanded to do. and. Uh, and he's in a really good place. Now we have to manage because that's the last stage of that uh, difficult injury that it's complicated, but uh, I think he's in the right way. You lost him, obviously, on his, on his Premier League debut. What, what have Arsenal missed not having him in the team this year? Well, first of all, his leadership, um, his versatility, the quality that he has to play in different positions, especially in attacking face uh, the spaces that he can occupy and certain qualities that nobody else has in the squad to do that. And uh, as you could tell that he was fitting in, the moral fits him in, he's really liked um, around the boys and uh, yeah, he's been a big miss. And then just finally, you play the team off of the table on Monday, having won 5-0, 6-0, Is there any concerns of, of a potential overconfidence on the players or do you not see that at all? I hope not, and, and we were very clear straight after Newcastle the, the difficulty that we're going to have on Monday to to be Sheffield. So hopefully it's very they are very very aware from three days ago, and uh, and we have prepared a week, and we're going to continue to prepare, understanding that that's going to be the case. Thanks, Mark. James. Hi, Michael. Hi. Um, Chelsea winning last night means you now don't play them um, on March 16th, so you can have quite a long gap. Is yeah. that a help or an injury? It is what it is. We knew that uh, it was an option, and and I will plan uh, to use that time the best possible way, uh, because that would mean that then we would have a more congested uh, period in in April. I mean, obviously there's an international break. But would you look to potentially organise a friendly that weekend or try and get some competitive football of some description? Players would have different demands, uh, and the majority of them would have international matches as well, and international training sessions, so uh, I don't think it's going to be a case of needing more minutes and if there are three, four particular cases, I'm sure we can address that. It, it, it does, it, sorry, just finally, it does mean you won't have a game for almost three weeks before you play Man City, which mm. is obviously a massive game. Is that a help or a disadvantage going into a game of that magnitude? Yeah, the difference is three, four more days. You know, We're going to have two and a half or three weeks. That's it. And I don't think that that's going to change the world. Thanks, James. Charles? Just on Gabriel Jesus, Michael, you said back in August, um, just before the season, that he was going to have the operation to try and sort of resolve the issue that was sort of hanging out around since the World Cup. Given what's happened since, and you're kind of still managing that injury, is it sort of safe to say that, that what you hope happened with that operation, it hasn't quite gone to plan? No, it did happen, and that was and that was resolved. What happened is that he got a knock in another area. Um, that caused a different kind of injury afterwards. It wasn't related to to the first one, and then he had a little niggle. It was a muscle.
um, issue uh, that kept him for, for 10 days out. The issue that's happening now and the sort of fluid on the knee and managing the situation, is there a kind of fear that again, come the summer, again, he might have to go under the knife to try no, and... No, no, no. I think, I think that's resolved for as long as I know. Probably it's a question more specific for the doctors, but as, mu as far as I'm concerned, I think that's been resolved. Thanks, Charles. Uh, James? Hi, Michael. Um, despite having lots of injuries, you found a really nice balance and chemistry in defence. And I just want to get your assessment of Jakub Kivio's uh, mm. contribution to that, because obviously he had quite a slow start to his career at Arsenal, but made a big contribution recently. Yeah, we made a decision to bring him in earlier, because uh, we believed that whoever played we were going to sign to have the role that he had to have, he was going to need time, and, uh, and that was the case. And we have made it difficult for him for two reasons. One, because he hasn't played that many minutes, and the second one, because we asked him to play in a position that he's never played before. So it's like pulling William Saliba as a fullback. Say, there we go tomorrow and, and perform and do what we have to do. And I think he's adapted really well. Um, I think he's playing better and better. He's, you can tell that he's earning confidence and uh, physically is better. He understands the role much better and, and he's been really good. And have you had to adapt that role as well to meet him? Yeah. How's that process? It's all about that. At the end, you can ask players to do things that uh, they don't feel, uh, that they don't feel capable, especially of doing in a natural way. So we have to tweak a few things to make uh, to make sure that the players play in their strengths. Mm. Thank you very much. Thanks, James. Uh, Kai? Hi, Mikael. Hi. I just wanted to ask about uh, Tommy Asu. Obviously, played 90 minutes for Japan and then came back with an injury. We've not seen him since, yeah. but from the start, it seemed like it had been a minor one. Has he had a setback between yeah, well, he, he had an injury, so and I think in the last game when he played with Japan, uh, he felt something. Um, he was out. Uh, we expected to be a little bit shorter, but uh, in the beginning he was a bit struggling in the recovery, and uh, and we decided to extend that period to be more certain uh, because it was a player that we really need, and, and we are very short, and we cannot risk him and be out for months. Was that a recurrence of the injury he had in December? I think it was something slightly different to that. Yeah, that's one thing. Uh, then depth, because we don't know what's going to happen and we're going to have a lot of games. So freshness, more competition within the squad, uh, the capacity to change games. Uh, change games when, when the scenario is it's in our side when we are chasing games, uh, something that in this period is going to be critical. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe or follow and leave us a positive review. It really will help us get to more grounds around the footballing world. You can also follow Haters TV on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat and our wonderful website at haters.com. Thanks for listening.